0: Hey, this is Jason and Mark
1: with Interman Radio.
0: A free service to thinkers everywhere, demystifying the Bible by asking the questions your neighborhood pastor is afraid to answer. Great! <laughs> <laughs> so why make salvation so hard? Did we? Well, I don't think so. Okay. But, but sometimes people ask that question, they'll say, okay... So if Jesus is the only way, and, and people really do need to, to recognize Jesus as Lord, well, what do they need to do to be saved? And the scriptures are, are ready and willing to give us that answer.
1: Yes, they are. And you know, there's one verse that everybody probably already knows, if you've ever watched a football game and watched a field goal being
0: made. <laughs> a field goal. Uh, right. Right. So, uh, Especially John threes if you root for the Browns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <right>. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> even wow. the Patriots aren't doing so well <laughs> this year. Yeah.
1: Well now is Tom Brady. Uh, your, your guy, Tom, is he in the playoffs Mark? <laughs>
0: What's the verse that you were going to do? Oh, it to? was I it mean, was John John yeah. three
1: see there we now, go. we're meddling now that we're that's, talking about your guy. Right. John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that he gave us his only begotten son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. So you have to believe in God. You you, you can't come to God if you don't believe in him, right? Right. I mean Hebrews eleven makes that pretty clear. Yep. Uh that, that we have to believe he exists and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek
0: him. Okay, well, that's not so hard. I mean, lots of people believe in God, so everybody's still getting in. At least we've got it. You know, I, I can accept that everybody believes in God. They're in. Good enough.
1: Yep. Great. Anything right. else? Uh, well, you know, I think a person... Uh, hmm. Well, there might be a couple more things here, Mark, too. Uh, if it only said a person had to believe, that'd be one thing, but
0: I think confessing Christ is important, don't you think? Confessing Christ, like... I confess that I kicked the dog. Yeah, and, um, that's actually I confessing can- your sins. Oh, Isn't okay. that
1: different? I mean, but that's what a lot of people think of. It is. Yeah. Uh, no, that's confessing your sins. Yeah, Romans chapter 10, verses 9 and 10. Uh, most people have probably heard this, that if you confess with your mouth Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart, a person believes, resulting in righteousness. And with the mouth, he confesses, resulting in salvation so a person needs to confess that jesus is lord to result in salvation
0: okay i see what you're doing here I, I, i'm on to you mr you're he, on to me yes i am okay I, I, I see what's going on here you you have just you have just narrowed the way because before it was just belief but now now you've added confession and uh, uh-huh. and i i see but I'm still, I'm still willing to go along up to this point. I mean, if someone believes Jesus is Lord and, they, and they're willing to confess, I, I think I can go along with that. Um, okay, all right. You've squeezed it a little bit. but Okay, so far, well, you're so going to love
1: this next verse. All right. Because not only is confession necessary, uh-huh. but a, a person needs to repent
0: as well. Repent.
1: They need to repent, repent right? Repent. I mean, I'm sure you've heard uh, Luke chapter 24 repent uh hmm. yeah so verse 47 and that repentance for the forgiveness of sins would be proclaimed to his in his name to all the nations beginning in jerusalem
0: so i i can get behind that you know you, okay. you have to you have to believe in jesus you have to uh you have to confess christ as lord okay good enough and you have to be sorry
1: yeah whoopsie daisy oops <laughs> i oh oops. no i'm so sorry i did that i'm sorry hon <laughs> i No, not really. No, repentance uh, is a military term which means to turn, to make an about face and go a different direction. An about face. An about face, right. So when a person repents of their lifestyle, of their evil deeds, of their sin, they're choosing to go a different direction. They're choosing to turn to God.
0: Okay, that's slightly less comfortable. So so you would say that someone then— Who wishes to become a Christian should become one and then they should begin the process of kind of turning their life around. Because I felt like that's what I was hearing.
1: Yeah, no. If a person's going to become a Christian, they should be committed to repentance already. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, Mark, right now that. Man, are you saying I can't come to God as I am? I was thinking Is that, that what you were as thinking? As a matter of fact, that's okay, what I was thinking. That would be a popular thing to think, but actually, <laughs> yes, <it
0: was>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if we go back to John the Immerser, the one who, in the context of, of the Gospels, John was really laying the foundation, preparing the road for Christ, and he's out in the desert, and he's telling people who are coming to him that they need to bring forth fruit of repentance. And that's before they were even baptized. Before,
0: yeah. John said, "You guys get lost." He said, "You know, you have no business being here if you don't bring forth fruits of repentance." So, <clears throat> okay. So, yeah, I, yeah. All right. Well, I see you've 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 squeezed you've squeezed it down a little yep. bit more. But I think as long as someone, if I'm if I'm reading you right, I think right. as long as someone believes in Jesus, yes, but, and believes Jesus is is Lord, and and confesses that, makes that acknowledgement public. Yeah, is is willing to say so. Yep. Um, <clears throat> and 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 is willing to, to make changes in their life to, yep. to 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 begin to to allow God to set their priorities. They've made some made some changes. I, I think I can get that far. I, I think you generally d- okay. trying to be a good person. All right. You know. Being yeah. identified as as a Christian, changing my Facebook status. I think i right. I think I can get there. Facebook status. Right.
1: Great. Well, then you're gonna love this next thing that, that <laughs> because because compared to that, this is easy.
0: Okay. All okay. Right.
1: So in Acts chapter 22, uh uh-huh. in verse 16, I remember 16. Paul. I yeah, remember, the, Paul the, the the Apostle Paul. He's on the road to Damascus. Damascus. He's on the road to Damascus. I knew it. And it's right. And on the road to Damascus, he sees a bright light. He see, and, and he's talking to Jesus, He says, "Who are you, Lord?" And Jesus tells him, "I'm the one you were persecuting." And then he's given some very specific instructions. And in verse 16, he says, "Now why do you delay? excuse me, actually, we're back up. Mm, we're, we're talking to Anna about Ananias now. Boop, 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 boop. He's given some very specific instructions. Among those was to go see Ananias. And Ananias tells Paul in verse 16. Why do you delay? Get up and be baptized and wash away your sins, calling on His name. So Ananias, who Jesus told Paul to go see when he was on the road to Damascus, Ananias tells Jesus or tells tells Paul that he's still in his sins until he is immersed. So what you talk about with us? Well, what I'm saying is is that not only does a person need to believe in God. Not only is it required that they confess, because through confession, a person confesses to salvation, not only does a person need to repent, but a person needs to be immersed for the forgiveness of their
0: sins. And I think that's largely where the disconnect happens in the religious world, is they're willing to go, some people are willing to go part of that way, some people are willing to go one step. Others are willing to go two steps, some three. Rarely are they willing to go all four steps and say somebody really needs to believe in Christ, they need to repent, they need to confess Christ as Lord, and they need to be immersed for the forgiveness of their sins and to receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. To, to pin all four of those on is sometimes challenging for people. It's a new thought. They haven't been exposed to that before. Or if they have, maybe they've heard it... Um, uh heard it framed in such a way as God making a lot of unnecessary requirements, you know, raising the technicalities almost. Sure. You know, as if, okay, <clears throat> well, how can you say that all four of those things are necessary? Yeah, what if I've lived a great life, I've confessed Christ to my friends, I've
1: done all these great things, I've repented of my sinful deeds, but I wasn't immersed for forgiveness of sins. Are you telling me?
0: And you're asking the wrong person because I didn't say that. And Jason didn't say that. Jesus said that. Ananias said that. Peter said that. Paul said that. Those are. The, if you have issue with those things, you need to take up those objections with them, uh, not with us. Because, the, But the idea that somehow those things are, are off limits because God loves everybody so much that he wouldn't ding them for a technicality, and... and is an attempt to trivialize those things you can't do that though because those things are the necessary the minimum requirements for christianity because that's what christianity is all about right if a person if a person is going to come
1: to christ they're going to be turning from darkness they're going to be turning from sins to come to christ so is it unreasonable to say that in order to come to christ you need to repent is it unreasonable to say that a person needs to believe in Christ in order to follow Christ? I mean, is that really unreasonable? I mean, it's a
0: technicality. I should be able to...
1: I should be able to be a Christian without believing in Christ.
0: Right, Right. exactly. I
1: I should be able to be a Christian without ever opening my mouth up and talking about Christ. Yep. I should be a Christian without ever having to change my lifestyle. Is that what we're saying? Which is to say
0: I should be able to be a Christian on my own terms rather than on christ terms and that doesn't work christianity has certain expectations that are inherent to it just like marriage has certain expectations that are inherent to that relationship if you're not willing to take on those responsibilities those behaviors you're not really ready to get married in the same way you know we have uh uh wildland firefighters you know and and they have to pass some tests and and one of those they've got to carry a pack Um, They've got to carry a certain amount of weight, a certain amount of distance, and a certain amount of time. And if they're not able to do that, you don't get to be a wildland firefighter. I'm sorry if it's been your dream your whole life. And, you know, if your father was a wildland firefighter, and, you know, I'm sorry if it doesn't work out for you. uh, But if you don't pass the test, you don't go. Because that's what they do. They carry weight distances on foot and you've got to be able to do it in a certain amount of time, or you'll burn to death. Well, that's just
1: it, because you're actually doing the person a favor by not giving them the wildland firefighter credential if they can't do the job.
0: Exactly right.
1: Because it would be better for them to have never become that than to be caught in the middle of a a wildland fire and not be able to get themselves out of it.
0: Yeah, yep. So it serves to to help sift through people who are ready to become Christians and do what Christians do from people who maybe think they're ready to become Christians, but aren't really ready to shoulder the responsibilities of Christianity. What that does for us is it shows us the authenticity of our own faith. Am I ready to become a Christian? I should be able to see some evidence of that in my life before I say I do by being immersed. Exactly. So if really
1: those, what some would call technicalities, are actually there for our benefit. Absolutely. Because if I'm not ready to tell people about Christ, then I'm not ready to confess him, then I'm not ready to become a Christian. Not ready. If, if I don't believe in him, I mean, is it obvious? Do we need to go down that path? If I don't believe him, <laughs> then obviously. Uh, if I am not ready to repent of my lifestyle, of my sinful lifestyle— I'm not ready to follow. Now, Mark, let's clarify something here. Are we saying that in order to become a Christian, a person has to have overcome all their sins?
0: Well, no. Otherwise, grace would be unnecessary. Exactly. So we're
1: not talking about salvation by works here.
0: But they are ready to make the commitment to do that, and that commitment should already have borne some fruit. So we're not asking that people perfect their their lifestyle or perfect their character before becoming christians that really is what the holy spirit does in us as he turns every one of us from our wicked ways but what is necessary is the commitment to be willing to do that right yeah just like in marriage okay so in marriage we turn away from everyone else to be with our spouse alone and if we're not ready to do that then we're not ready for marriage right
1: or if we're not ready to tell other people that we've gotten married you know <laughs> not I'm, ready for marriage yeah you know yeah. I, hey honey i'm married to you but i'm not going to wear this ring in public because yeah. i don't want other people to know that's a problem you know that could be yeah, yeah. Could be. it should be a problem yeah yeah you're gonna get it yeah. yeah yeah but the analogies the analogy works
0: yep yep <clears throat> and so these are not arbitrary requirements the way the gate of salvation is no more narrow than it absolutely has to be if God were to lower the standard for christianity if he were to if he were to to broaden that gate the result for mankind would not be better it would be worse because those who would enter by a larger gate are not really ready to become christians so god has done us a favor by making clear to us what the requirements are of Christianity and then limiting those things to only those those points that are absolutely necessary those are the minimum necessary requirements to do what Christians do some people say well uh, I don't know it's just too confusing I don't I don't think I can I don't think I can sort it out it's uh you you can't you can't really know if somebody's not going to be a Christian because it's too complicated Bible's too complicated, translations are too complicated, people are too complicated, God is unknowable, I just can't figure it out. So therefore, I'm sure I can't be lost. That makes perfect sense, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, no, wait a minute. Well, well, I was expecting you to come to a different conclusion on that. (laughs) But the conclusion you came to was, I can't be lost?
0: Right, yeah, I can't be lost if I'm confused.
1: I see, because God muddled the waters so much that he would be unjust to, to condemn you. Because the waters are so muddy, therefore, That's you're right. justified in whatever you believe. Exactly. I see.
0: Yes. And that works also when it's time to file your taxes. It's a new year ah, we mentioned earlier, right. so people are starting to think about their W-2s and things <laughs> like that. If you have trouble reading the IRS code, don't let Have you let seen that, how thick that is? That, don't... <laughs> let you, well, I'm only on Chapter 325. Okay. Don't let that stop you. Um, from, from sleeping well at night, if, if you haven't understood that, don't worry about it. Right. Everybody gets in. It's okay.
1: Would this be like voting on a bill, a 5,000-page bill but without reading it? Right. Anyway, sorry.
0: <laughs> it might be. Ignorance is not an excuse, and the Scriptures are open to everybody. So God hasn't made it complicated. I would argue that people have made it complicated. I mean, four necessary requirements doesn't sound like like. An overly impossible task here. They'll say, well, there's so many religions. And there are. So let's start. I mean, where can we? We've already previously in this section described, okay, how do we sort out religions that are true from what is false? How do we know what is right? And uh, we won't go through that again today, but just because there's so many different religions doesn't mean that all of them must be equally wrong.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of fish in the sea when it comes to potential spouses too. Does that mean you shouldn't pick one?
0: Yeah, or yeah, right, or any, or any or, will do. Yeah, <laughs> actually, <laughs> oh, actually, that's a better application right there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> right. What are you doing? Fine. Okay. <laughs> Great.
0: <clears throat> well, is it hard? It's, oh, it's impossible. It's, it's impossible to know if you. It's not impossible. Now, it may be difficult. Um, but we do things that are difficult all the time when we're well motivated. Difficult things. Uh, generally, are the things that are most valuable. So just because Christianity might be hard, in the sense of you've got to put some effort into it to, to determine what's required of you and to, and to respond appropriately, hard doesn't necessarily mean impossible. So just because it's hard doesn't give everybody an excuse to say, well, it was hard, and so I, I guess I'm just saved anyway.
1: You know, I think that's also a point that gets lost today, is that Christianity yeah. actually is hard. It It's not easy. Uh-huh. Christianity, uh, turning from a sinful lifestyle when the entire world around you is dead set on promoting sin, is not easy. No. Uh, telling people about Christ when that could cost you something is not easy. Mm-hmm. So is it unreasonable that, that a, God would say, look, in order to go down this path... Let's see if you're willing to confess me. Let's see if you're willing to, to turn. Because it's not easy being a Christian. It's worth it. It's not impossible, but it's not easy. Right,
0: right. <clears throat> and all those things really are, are just excuses because they, they don't provide a rational justification for saying, well, I guess I'm saved anyway. Uh, they just want to continue to believe as it suits them. And sadly, even the religious world will will help those objectors um, when they muddy the waters even further and when they say things like uh, well for instance out of John chapter 12 um, sometimes you know th- you'll get something like this <coughs> um, you got
1: to say it in the mealy mouth pastor tone though mealy- when okay you do, yeah. let me see let me Here.
0: Th- so he who rejects me and does not receive my sayings has one who judges him, the word I spoke is what will judge him at the last day. That sounded more like. Uh, yeah,
1: that surfer. didn't work. That didn't. Work. Yeah, dude. I like, did, dude, dude,
0: dude. 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 Judge him the last at the last day. Last day, man. Yeah. Righteous, no. <laughs> righteous.
1: <laughs> no, the me- the mealy mouth the mealy mouth guy right, comes try. in and well. No, actually, no, no, you try it. Okay, mealy here mouth. you go. Here you go. Here, here's here's yeah, what it is. Yeah, I'll no, hand it over. It's no, John no, because 12, the mealy mouth guy won't read that verse. He won't. See, the mealy mouth guy see so I said yep. So That's the right. mealy Let's the, the, the mealy mouth guy says, Well, it's it's really God's decision. I can't <laughs> I can't say whether or not you're saved and and Ooh, really my who, skin crawls. who who really knows? But you know, we leave we leave the sorting out of those fish up to God. <laughs> right. Because Jesus did say that, that he will sort them out in the end, mm. right? So we can't really—I'm not going to be the one to draw that line. That's up to God.
0: Ah, and there is— Oh, there is, whoa, aha, whoa, whoa, well exactly. Wait. <clears throat> it's up to God. And so <clears throat> he says, John 12:48, my word is what I—or what I spoke is what will judge him at the last day.
1: It's up to God except for that verse. Except for—right,
0: <laughs> right. And people think, you know— God's just going to decide however he wants to. Everybody, you know, he grades on a curve. It's an individual scale. And uh, no, he said, my word is what will judge them on the last day. (coughs) The word is what we just read. The word says, you got to hear, you have to repent. You need to confess Christ as Lord. You need to be immersed by the authority of Christ. The word is what's going to judge you on the last day. To say that God is sovereign is a nonsense argument. Of course God is sovereign. He gets to make his own decisions, and the decision he made was follow my word. And he told us what he's going how he's gonna judge. He told us where the gates, uh, the, the bars of the gate are. He told us this is how you get through, and anybody who chooses not to has only themselves to blame. Finally, if you can't know if you're lost.
1: Right, so if if you don't know what the standard is to be saved, how do you know you are saved? How do you know if you're lost?
0: If you can't know that you're lost, uh, if, well, let's use, if God is sovereign, if he gets to decide. He's sovereign. How does, how do we know that God's always going to decide in our benefit?
1: Because I feel it. (laughs) Because
0: I feel it. Because,
1: because he wants me to be saved and because I want to be saved. Yeah, so that's exactly it because then really what happens is, is if we're going to make that claim, well, God is sovereign. If we're going to use that as an excuse to say God hasn't given us any standards for salvation then then really what we're saying is is we're using my standard yeah I know I'm saved I'm not sure about that but I know I am because I know
0: yeah and it's my standard that counts that's exactly what it is there's only one standard just like there is only one name there's only one authority to which man may appeal for the forgiveness of his sins to receive the gift of the Holy Spirit to have his name written in the Lamb's Book of Life, and that's Christ. And it only happens when somebody does things the way that God does them. He said, here's the gate. Anybody who wants to come in, comes in through me. Jesus said, he is the door in John chapter 10. And if anybody chooses not to enter that way or get in some other way, he's a thief and a robber, but only through Christ is there entrance to God.
1: Are going to hit that last little dealie there?
0: Oh, that's on my next page, so I didn't
1: see it. Oh, uh, four, summary of the section? No, it's, it's here.
0: It's just on, on oh. the next side. Oh, so. okay. Okay.
1: So that's not part of what we're doing?
0: Uh, it is. Oh, I'm sorry. I,
1: I didn't know if you were waiting for it. No, and I we'll see you next see time on... That's okay. what I thought we were. Okay. Mm.
0: Okay. So why don't you finish up with the... With, with yeah. that?
1: So really, if a person's going to object to the lines that Jesus has drawn through the scriptures, believing, confessing, repenting, and being immersed for the forgiveness of sins it 's not so much that they're objecting to those lines they're objecting mm-hmm. to the whole notion that there is a line in the first place yeah. so it doesn't matter and, and if we go to let's let's say that a person believes that you could pray Jesus into your heart, and that 's all you have to do to be saved okay so if a person believes that
0: you know <clears throat>
1: That's a line, is it not?
0: That is a line. That
1: is a line. So really if a person's going to object, they're actually objecting to the whole idea of there being a line. It, regardless if it if it's one step, four steps, three steps, two steps. And so really what we're saying is is God has put for us for our benefit as Christians, as people, so that we would know whether or not we are saved because we know whether or not we've obeyed him. He has put things in place that would help filter out whether or not we're really ready to make that step. It's, it's actually for our benefit that he does that. And it's for the benefit of other people down the road who are looking at us if we're claiming Christ and they're looking to us, it's for their benefit and their soul's benefit if we are repentant, if we are confessing, if we really do believe That's to their benefit as well. And God desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of him. He desires no one to be lost. And because of that, these things that he's put in in place are actually for the benefit of everybody.
0: And we'll see you next time on Inner Inner Man
1: Radio. Yeah, thank you for listening. If you like what you hear, you can be sure to never miss an episode by visiting innermanradio.org or get automatic notifications on your phone with the Interman Radio app. It's available on Google Play or Apple Stores.